All right. We're recording and streaming. It's, uh, oh, let's close that. It's Zelda time. We got Shadow Temple is our plan today. Is that? Yeah, we're, we're going to um, uh, complete the Shadow Temple, probably. Yeah. Unless something comes up. Well, last time... Oh, boy, I have a death on the file. Oh, no. I know. Last time, uh, we basically did the Water Temple in one sitting, but then I broke that up into, into two episodes. So, uh, a similar thing may happen here. Yeah, the Shadow Temple is no small feat, uh, so I'm feeling like a two-episode split. See, um, of course, the listeners will know. The listeners immediately will know based on the time code. However, uh, super industrious listeners may in fact not have even seen the time code. Maybe this just went into a queue. And they just, like, are playing out of the queue, auto-playing from one file to the next, and they have no idea how long this is going to go. Um, and if you are such a listener, congratulations you're to gonna you. You're going to be on the edge of your seat. Yeah, you're going to be on the edge of your seat the whole time. Oh, uh, was right there. Yeah, um, so I'm noticing when you, whenever you load the game as an adult, you start in the Temple of Time, also as a child. Um, first thing we do is we go to Kakariko Village. This triggers a cutscene. There's a fire in the... Um... Uh, Sculpture House? Uh, yeah. Part and of the village is on fire. There's smoke everywhere. Link looks around at the disaster. Oh, Sheik is at the well. Link this runs is an up. interesting cutscene, but unfortunately the fire effects are really bad. It, it's unfortunate. Get, Get back, back Link, Link, says Sheik. Oh, the, the little... The bar over the well explodes off the well. Camera pans in and like turns down to the well, and then comes like a POV shot of like, oh no, it's an invisible monster has picked up Sheik and is throwing them all around. Oof. Oh, there's a, a shadow on the village. Yeah, there's a shadow like crawling around the ground, up the walls, over the roofs, down the floor. It's like a red uh, shade. Yeah, it's like flat, and it's like a flat 2D effect of, like, evil-looking energy. Link Link goes to block, or goes to fight with his shield and sword, and then... He does, like, the black. The, he does the charge up. Yeah, like it looks he's like gonna he's going to do a spin attack. Spin. <clears throat> and camera cuts to black, and Link shouts, and then, and then Link wakes up. Sheik says, looks like you're coming around. Link, a terrible thing has happened. The evil shadow spirit has been released. Impa, the leader of Kakarika Village, had sealed the evil shadow spirit in the bottom of the well. But the force of the evil spirit got so strong, the seal of the well broke, and it escaped into the world! I believe Impa has gone to the shadow temple to seal it again. But she will be in danger without any help. Link, Impa is one of the six sages. Destroy the evil shadow spirit and save Impa. There is an entrance to the shadow temple beneath the graveyard behind the village. The only thing I can do for you is teach you the melody that will lead you to the shadow temple. This is the melody that will draw you into the infinite darkness that absorbs even time. Listen to this, the Nocturne of Shadow.
pretty good. Yeah. I always try and time it with the real story. Yeah. The first get... time. The tempo's important. I mean, after that, I do do the real button mashers. I love the um, the <laughs> silly hollow clone song from uh, Majora's Mask, where yeah. if you do just the right little combo with your thumb on a N64 controller, it just like it's all one motion. It's just one smooth swirly motion. Yeah, so you after, like have to back across and back a couple times. So after after learning or after teaching us the song, uh, she backs up, throws a Deku nut, and disappears. So uh, I. Oh. I am going to now return to the Temple of Time. Uh. Okay. Do we Epona conveniently located? Do we have the song for that? There is a song for that, but do we have it? Yeah, that's what okay. I just looked at. Okay. Normally, there's a prelude of light, and and we'll be getting we not... that momentarily, bro. Yeah, we haven't preluded enough. I guess I I forgot to walk backward when I spawned. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. what was I thinking? Um, but now. Crossing the little mode. We're back in the haunted Hyrule Castle town. Man, in the really, um... On the fuzzier CRT TVs we grew up with, a lot of these effects looked better because the, the backgrounds blended with the 3D models a little better. Yeah. Because it was so, uh... Everything looked kind of bad. So, so fuzzy. Okay. Yeah. But it was like... Your brain really did a lot of work to fill in the puzzle. Of, like, what you're looking at. Right. Yeah, it was a little more... Um, impressionistic, you might say. Mm -hmm. Here we go. So if we go back towards the... Sword... Pedestal... Um... You destroy the wicked creatures that haunted the temple and awaken the sage. This is Sheik talking. But there are still other sages who need your help. In order to awaken all the other sages, you must become even more powerful. You must travel over mountains, underwater, and even through time. We've done two of those. If you want to return to your original time, return the Master Sword to the pedestal of time. By doing this, you'll travel back in time seven years. The time will come when you will have to return here quickly. I will teach you this for when that time comes. Song to return to the Temple of Time, the Prelude of Light. I when do you actually have to do that quickly? Or are I just making that up? Well, I think theoretically each time... Sheik wants you to get this over with quick. I see. So the urgency is just the general urgency of saving the entire world. Yeah. Okay. Because of how magic works, you're the only one who can do it. You have learned the prelude of light. As long as you hold the Ocarina of Time and the Master Sword, 
You hold time itself in your hands. Link, we shall meet again. Deku. And now we travel once more through time, completing the cycle and everything Cheek said. The pedestal of time encases us in a blue light, and we get warped back to our younger form, and then we jump off the sort of time. And this is where, this is where like the plot really starts to break down because now we're like traveling through the future at the rate of one second per second. Um, and, like, what's going on? What's going on regarding the whole... Like, when Link went back in time, have we diverged the timeline now? Because we're going forward and we're not holding the sword, so, like, what's... That part never made sense. See what I'm saying? When he when he goes to the sword, he is transported to a time when he is able to master it. But when he's not holding the sword, when he puts it into the pedestal, he goes back to a time when he had not yet pulled the sword. Right. But since since we've let go of the sword and we're now in the past, and then we're doing other things in the past instead of holding the sword... Then... This all already happened. Oh, this already happened? All of the things we do as a child, like, 100% of it. We just haven't experienced them yet? Right. Okay. All of this already happened and we just haven't experienced it yet. Yes, but this character will remember what I'm about to do. Now that we've experienced it. He remembered regardless. That's how I was able to learn this song from him. Okay. Oh yeah, we've gone into the windmill in Kakarika Village as a child. And we're playing the Song of Storms! So like, so like Link personally just hasn't remembered yet what's happened in his own timeline? Because his consciousness is moving forward from when he picks up the sword to when he's old enough. Okay. And then it zaps back to that same point as soon as he lets go of it. But okay. then when he grabs it again, he goes to the last time he inhabited his adult so, self. So his physical self is a single continuity, but his memories are have this discontinuity. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, as long as we've... But there is always a time period uh, of him being gone. Like, it's supposed to be... However many days you actually take in the game right. is supposed to be the equivalent of some narrative time period like i don't know a month or something right who knows a day i really i really don't know what the time scale is supposed to be but i that's the impression i've always got we'll say one month that's you know what i'm gonna go to the sculpture house because when was the last time we did that i don't know but we got 200 out of 200 rupees and i think we have 30 um uh 30 skulls well, that'll get us all but the last one we care about. Because the last one we care about is 40 skulls for a heart piece, The I curse think. has been broken. Thank you. Here's a reward for you. We got the rumble feature. Yeah, because it's your rumble feature. It's reaction nearby secrets. Uh, the Stone of Agony is the shape of the rumble pack from the N64. I don't think we have 30. I think we must have 29. Oh, my gosh. Is that the case? 28. Oh, 28. Woof. 
big wolf. So, we only got one reward. That's what we get for not remembering. Well, you know what? Their house burned down in the future, so that's what they get for not giving Ooh. us the rewards. Um, let's see here. So, my goal right now is to go into the well. That's right. Back on task. Do you see that ladder drop? It was a good ladder drop. That was like Metal Gear worthy. Like, you know, the the VR missions in Metal Gear Solid 2. So we're in a place called Bottom of the Well, which has a child-sized tunnel in it. And uh, this is sort of a, you have to do this dungeon as a child. Um, and because of the child-sized tunnel, even though the, the well is drained in the future, you can't get in here. All right, I'm okay at this dungeon. I think I should be able to get through it at a reasonable rate. Um, I only fall a few times. So the, the trick hope. of this dungeon is that they're introducing the lens of truth where sometimes things aren't as they appear. Um, and... There's a, a hallway whole bunch of um, not only invisible platforms, but the reverse. Where yeah, there's invisible like platforms, and then there are visible platforms that actually have no substance, or visible walls that have no substance. Um, we stood on a crest and played the Song of the Royal Family, and uh, we this this disabled a fountain, and now the whole area is draining out. Um, there are bombable walls, so I will be checking some walls to serve some questions on Yeah. Ooh! There's a giant uh, floating skull with green flames around it that's very intimidating. And, uh, nice. Got a sculptula out of the way. So I know there's a hole around here. This wall, it says something here. Danger above. That's what it says. Thanks, Navi. So I'm gonna try and get over there and not trigger any traps. Or like holes. Uh, what are I think the Are you worried the about yeah, oh, yeah, there was the a bomb went through the wall. No, the bomb went through the floor. So there's a chest, but I'm worried. That's what I was worried about. Okay. So we've fallen through a hole in the ground that wasn't actually... that uh, wasn't visible because of the hole. You know... Uh, okay, so... So now we're in a room with some re-dead, which are like a scarier version of a zombie. Yeah, they're... They're like they're the scariest zombie that's ever been. They, um, jump onto you and kind of eat the life out of you. Well, so when when they catch you in their gaze, there's like a horrible screaming sound that either they make or Link makes or just a general spirit makes or something. But there's a horrible scream and then Link is paralyzed. I think they, they make the sound. And the reason I think that is because in um, the, uh, the last... Isn't there that thing moving there on the right, on the left? 
No, that's three blue rubies. Uh, the the Rededs in Wind Waker like definitely are doing the scream. Okay. So so they have a horrible screech that they release when they see Link, and then they uh, they creep towards the paralyzed Link, uh, adult or child, paralyzed for sure, instantly. Um, and and if they get close enough. They'll jump on top of you, and they'll they'll hump the hearts right out of Link. It's true. And uh, we That's found the cool. we found the dungeon map. We're in a we're in a room with some little spidery tunnels off from the main body of the room. It sort of looks like a like a weird uh, glove, perhaps, but. Um, with three, three fingers and a thumb, not not four fingers and a thumb. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's a glove Kip would wear. I think that this um, area is the drop down for a whole bunch of holes of different. Um, yeah, that must be it. Things. I think I could summon a fairy, but I'm not gonna spend the time to do that. Okay. I really want to find that fifth thing. I feel like maybe. Maybe it's up. It's up, but and then. I'll, Instead of having, um, instead of there being three blue rubies up there, is it two blues and a silver, maybe, in that area? That have the oh, well, rubies? you can only drop down from there from, like, a, a different hole, so if yeah. it's not up here, then I can't get it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying you might have to drop down to a different oh, hole. There. Oh, it is up here. It is up here. Good. Oh, and it lets you out. Good. When you have all five silver rubies, you can get out. This guy says, uh, I can hear, I can the, hear spirits. the spirits whispering in this room. The eye of truth. That's what they're saying. Okay, so we knew that. Um, I was just trying to see if he would point out any helpful walls. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Because I would like to not fall down there again if I can help it. Yeah, I would also like to not fall down there again. Oh, there's a chest. Mm -hmm. Did we? Was this here before? This, this was it? at the very start of the. Uh, oh, okay. Thing, but it was filled with water. And when I played the Zelda's Lullaby earlier, it right. um, this depleted is a the water. Pit. I thought this is the same pit as we saw before. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, they yeah. look similar. Yeah. Oh, a bomb throw has killed the Skullchula. That was actually pretty good. I didn't know. I didn't know that that would work. I have killed three Skullchulas three different ways. Pretty ballin'. Yeah. So I'm fighting a dead hand. Many people are very afraid of this monster. Um, I mean, it's a creepy weirdo, but... Um... So... So I want you to imagine um, sort of a blobby monster uh, with two two weak little arms connected to the body. They're like it sort of scoots around. Fins. Yeah, little flipper fins. Like a, like a manatee with a zombie head. But then, meanwhile, the main arms of the creature are like sticking up out of the ground in the room elsewhere. And if you get close to one of the other arms, they'll reach down and paralyze Link in a grip while the, while the manatee body gets close to you. This is one of the uh, sort of defining monsters of this game, I would say, because... Um, they might have some iteration of this in other games, but never again will they have, like, something that looks this intense for this monster. Yeah. And it's not featured in Majora's Mask. 
This isn't featured in Majora's Mask, and you know what? It's not featured in, like, any other game, really. Like, not just any other Zelda game, but, like, this isn't a monster that you see anywhere else. This is very unique to just Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Like, a lot of monsters are, like... Like, a Moblin is basically just a, a goon that you'd have in any other game. Yeah, ever. I feel like someone could maybe come up with an example we just don't know about, but it's pretty... I like the design. It's pretty out it's there. It's very good. And and for defeating this weird boss monster, well, mini boss monster, we get the Lens of Truth. Set it to C, and it reveals... It, it makes the things appear as they should be. So in, invisible wall, invisible platforms will appear, and fake walls will disappear. And other such. Oh, wait. Is there a Lens of Truth chest in the very first room you get it in? That might be a thing. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Probably rupees, but... Become visible. Yeah, it's a 200. A huge rupee. See, the thing is that for the most part in this game, there's nothing to spend rupees on, so I have no reason to not pick up... Yeah. Even you know, that's actually sums. one thing Twilight Princess eventually did fix, because you, you get that invincible armor that's based on rupees, so there's like something to do. I mean, not that you really need the invisible armor, the invincible armor most of the time, but like... It's anything, right? I guess. I personally felt like if you don't steal the rupee progression in um, uh, the Link's Awakening is very good. Well, yeah. Link's Awakening has a good rupee progression. Um, how do we uh, feel about Wind Waker? Because I seem to recall that on average people seem to be feeling like there's not quite enough rupees in Wind Waker later on. Wind Waker has lots of ways to get rupees if you're interacting with the game in ways like, for example, like if you get the treasure charts throughout the game and you seek out some of the treasures, you will make quite a lot of money within the in-game economy. Okay. Here we've finally gone around that pit that confounded us before. Got and we Deku got nuts. Deku nuts. Oh, of all the things. I know there's like a sculpture in here, and I kind of want to get it just to keep exploring for a minute. Cause this place is pretty cool. Yeah. So. Oh. A pit traps in here. Yeah, I know I could get in here from the beginning, but I was just worried that I would come in and immediately fall in the pit and just be annoyed. So I didn't want to start off annoyed. Okay. And I mean, it worked. I got the lens of truth very easily. Got more Deco nuts. Yeah, another trap chest. I can spin that key. There's no one see up here. There's some sort of path back here. I know there's one where it's very easy to get knocked into the pit, so I'll try and go in there, and if I get knocked in, then I'll already be expecting it. Key door. Yeah, this room's like laced with pits. Projectiles, um. And, uh. Then the monster. Obviously, the, the Vemos. The boomerang is not what I've asked. Let's 
see here. I've destroyed several planes. Ooh, we got a whatchamacallit? A Beemos. A Beemos! Now, I was thinking the other day that a Beemos is definitely the inspiration for the Breath of the Wild Guardians, right? Yeah, like a crazy Beemos. Yeah, like what if there was a Beemos, but bigger? What if there was a Beemos that was a spider walker? Yeah, a spider walker Beemos. This is one that... instance where you can carry... Whoa. You were like clipping inside of that thing. I know, that that's crazy. why I was keeping a constant damage presence. Um, the like likes in this game, if you get in really close quarters with them, you can still kill them really easily. You just have to keep them under damage. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. Destroyed a gold sculpture. If I can find another one, I'll be able to get the third prize. But do you want to not fall in the pit and instead get caught on fire? Because that's what happens. And that's ooh, that nearly happened twice. I it did happen. That I would much rather get caught on fire three times and even shot by a demos and fall into the pits. Yeah. Because and, it takes and up for, a lot of your time. For those of you, friends, who are... If you're listening to that wah, wah sound effect, that's the lens of truth being turned off and on. But, um... I'm a, I'm a scammer. Yeah, scammers with a high level of uh, spatial awareness can simply flash the effect to greatly reduce the amount of magic that is consumed by the lens of truth. You can make it not consume any. Yeah, you can make it not consume any at all. Because it's like... It's sort of on a on a tick rate that is independent of when, um, like it's not consume a magic point when you start using it and then consume more every so often. There is some sort of natural tick rate, and if you turn it on and off in between those ticks, then I think it has to be on for a certain amount of time before the first tick, anyway. That could also be it. I got the compass for this place, so now I can see where the remaining chests are. There is another, probably a key chest over there. Let's see. Let's circle back around. Oh, yep, right over here. Should I remember that? This wall. And we've got another key so that we can go up. Hey, William. Oh. Do you want me to tell you a funny anecdote that happened just now? Do you... Okay, before you do that, okay. I'm going to pause this to tell you something really crazy that happened on the way home. Tell, tell me, tell me. So, you know how you can turn past Broadway Bar instead of going up to the light to Boise Avenue and you turn through the neighborhood a little bit? Right. So, I went through the neighborhood. Okay. I go... I get up to Boise Avenue. I stop at the stop... Like, uh, it's like a stop sign one way and a light the other. Yeah. I stopped there, and a chicken actually crossed from one neighborhood yard <laughs> across a little zebra crossing to okay. the other. A chicken crossed the road in front of me a at a stop sign by itself. No person was with this lone chicken. Is There are so many people who own chickens that I have no idea, like... 
where it would have gotten out of. Because... I wouldn't even say that we live in an excessively rural area, but for some reason there's a lot of people that own chickens. This is... I don't know. I mean, compared... There was a farm down the road just a few years ago. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, it's it's getting urbanized fast. People love um, chickens. People do love chickens. And, you know, they, they take upkeep, but, like, they don't take too much space. Like, we could own chickens if we wanted to, with the amount of space we have in our yard. Um, I don't want to own chickens. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. There's a ton of upkeep on that, but we could put a chicken coop in. Where so, was that other key door? So, uh, first of all, I'd like to ask, you have the lens of truth and you have the compass and the, you have the big the map. I don't, what, are, what else are you looking for? The final sculpture. Oh, yeah, because you don't have the mark yet that says you have all the sculptures. Well, because then I'll, um, well, I don't think I do, but um, I have a key for a key door. Oh. So, yes, there are two more chests, There's but two I, don't, more chests. I don't care about these. Okay. Um, I, I just want to... Yeah, I see two more small rooms. I'm going to go up here. I think this is where I need to go. Oops. Um, no, not here. So, so, so the anecdote that I had to tell you... Oh, no, straight out the middle. ...was that... Um, you, you heard the little the chirping of the phone call just a moment ago. Uh, Sam was calling, and Sam so strongly assumed that I would simply answer the call that as soon as it stopped making the ringing sound, they started talking. But it didn't stop ringing because I picked up. It stopped ringing because I declined the call. Okay. And they were just talking to nothing at all for like 10 seconds before realizing what had gone on. Good. Oh, I'm glad we came here. Oh, it's a mummy room. It's a room full of sarcophaguses. Sarcophagi. Sarcophagi. Sar sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. Oh, no. And the this Gibdo can also curse me with its... Uh, stare, uh, which is verbalized as a scream. Yeah, so so uh, the Gibdo is what, is, it's basically a mummy, but it's what the Ocarina of Time calls a mummy. Um, and if you... I gotta take out this mummy. Yeah, the, the Gibdo can do its paralyzing scream every so often, even if Link isn't caught in the Gibdo's sight, which makes them a little more uh, dangerous, I guess. Can they? It seemed like you got a scream at you, but I thought that you were behind its vision. Hmm. Maybe it attempted to scream, but I didn't get paused. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it was just sort of the, the weird cutscenes that they do in this. Um, so, so there's a main torch in this room, and then five sarcophaguses, or five coffins, we could just say. Uh, and... Inside the coffins, uh, there are next, bats or mummies. There are bats or other things, but I'm sorry. Next to each coffin, there's an unlit torch, and so you use the the permanent torch to light the unlit torches, and then it opens up the coffin, and you see what's inside. And um, perhaps oh, there's wow. simply Draculas in bat form. Yeah, a Dracula mummy. Oh yeah, no, very I mean, paralyzed. I mean, when you open one and there's multiple keys in it. Okay. He can walk um, right through that torch. He literally is yeah. unfazed by the torch. So, so, so the Gibdo is unfazed by the torch, but the torch, like Link's sword, bounces off of it. So we're having a little bit of trouble here, just because of the weird positioning. Uh, 
And if you notice those evil bit statues in the background, they are the same as the ones that we'll encounter in the Shadow Temple. Cool. But the ones in the Shadow Temple are like bigger, right? Yeah, like you have to knock one down as part of a cutscene. Puzzle. Cutscene puzzle. Oh good, it was the second small key. It's good we found this then because we would need it for, I think, we go into the key door. Yeah, definitely this is going to be a two-parter. Well, you know, the best part about a two-parter is that one recording that session two? makes two episodes. And, uh, I mean, what else could you want? Great question. Although, actually, so I was listening again to the Skeleton Pod podcast, and um, it was like some high note. It was like episode 15 or something? I don't even remember. Let me see if I can find what episode's next. In the, in the pile of Q stuff. Uh, it was like episode 16, and they were just finishing their fourth session. So they're doing like four episodes per session, which is wow, a lot, I think. Wait, wait, what do you mean per session? So what? they so they're playing Deadly Premonition and recording it all and then and then editing it out into into episodes. Can you tell me what Deadly Premonition is? It is a detective investigation type game. Um so it's sort of like an adventure game. It's kind of like it's supposed to be like based on Twin Peaks. You're like in an American town, and there's been a murder. I'm like the devil's there. Uh, I don't know that the devil is there. I thought that was part of Twin Peaks. Oh, um, maybe. I saw season one, but I didn't see uh, season two, so I don't know what happens in season two of Twin Peaks. Um. I, I might have spoiled things but I don't care. I think people make the comparison to Twin Peaks, but I was I was told that like the the creator of the game like hadn't actually seen Twin Peaks. It was just like in the Zeitgeist at the time. Or it was in the Zeitgeist for a while. And then Deadly Premonition was made. And they're like Sure, it's like Twin Peaks. <laughs> Whatever. It's like Link's Awakening. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, it's if, you, if well, you've if never seen Game of Thrones, but people start comparing your thing to Game of Thrones, you're going to be like, yeah, it's it's sure like the most popular show. Whatever you want, pal, just watch. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of bats dying, but I'm not seeing a skull chiller reveal themselves. Oh, there's a, there's a secret uh, passage around. I knew there were a skull chiller here. And there's a skull chiller there. We're going to boomerang it. And we're gonna boomerang it again. We're gonna keep doing it until we get that token. I think that we have obtained two sculptulas. I think we got three. Three in here, that means we're at 31. Let's let's make sure. Bottom of the well clear. Bottom of the well clear. 31. 31. Oh my gosh. Time to get the heck out of Dodge. So it's north, right? Uh, south. Okay. Yeah. Watch this. I mean, to jump down there. Okay. Um, I'm oh. watching. What do we want? 
I'm, I'm gonna... There's one more treasure chest, but it's probably just Deku Nuts. Yeah, it's if you have... I think it's money, actually, but it's if you drop down through a specific hole to the lower floor again. And, no. I stepped him through the wall! Did you see that? Through the, through the invisible wall? That's good. I did like that. And you got some seeds for it. Which is what I used to destroy him, so it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's like shooting someone and they drop bullets. And it's like litter, because I think they're called slingshot bullets in D&D, mm -hmm. or sling bullets in D&D. They're called bullet seeds in this. Oh, bullet seeds in this too. So they're literally bullets. Oh my word. Does young Link have a gun? A tiny gun. Yeah. All right, so I think it's time to become adult. Link again. We could have activated both child side quests at the same time, but I don't, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. I mean, oh, you mean the shadow side quest? I could have activated quest? the spirit temple stuff as an adult and then come back. Nah, you're right. You're right. This is. I think this is narratively better to do one or the other, and I picked this one first, even though I think its symbol is later. This is what Shigeru Miyamoto wants us to do. Travel twice. Travel through time, according to the plot, in the way that they have dictated and told us to do things. I know, normally I would want to defy Shigeru Miyamoto at all costs, but, you know, this is a simple playthrough. Yeah. Uh, for those people who aren't aware... We're not super fans of Shigeru Miyamoto in this household. I mean, he's fine. He made a lot of good games. He made a lot of good games. He made a lot of good games worse that other people made. Yeah. It's sort of like, I guess the problem is that he, he's been a grouchy old man who doesn't want to change stuff for far too long. And we were like, hey, do new stuff. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make Star Fox Zero. Is this, is this good? Do you like this? And we're like, no, that's not what we meant! But see, that comparison doesn't help me because I don't even know what Star Fox Zero is. It's, um... It's a Star Fox game. I gathered that But much. it's got, like, one Star Fox 64-style level, and then it's got a bunch of, like, Star Fox Adventures-style levels. Mm -hmm. And, um... People, people didn't like it. People didn't like it. People were not a fan. So we go downstairs and we see a bunch of torches in a room. When you see torches, you see things you gotta set on fire. But there's so many of them, you could never you could never put them all on fire at once. And on, on the little pedestal that you stand on, there's a little fire symbol. And you're like, I'm gonna use Din's fire. That's what you do. And then and then the stone block lifts up and you can go into the Shadow Temple. Uh, we got a we got a hookshot target. There's a pit hookshot target on the far side, and then we get a message about the the eye of truth will reveal the thingy. Yeah, the thingy. I'm not really gonna pause to read all the little messages because there's a million of them. Yeah, I mean they're basically always telling you use the lens of truth, dummy. Yeah, it's. I get that it's for people returning to the game who have not played in a while or something, but it's it's really like at a certain point it's like, please stop. <laughs> yeah, I think 
Okay, so in this room, there's a bunch of skull torches, but all but one of the skull torches are like fake when you look with the lens of truth. And so you're supposed to orient a little switch to make it point at the one that is the real skull torch. And we keep getting messages about... about See, if this was voiceover over top of gameplay, then it would be fine. Like, if there was yeah, spirit Yeah, yeah. Link, Link walks up to a fake wall. And you hear the weird whispers from weird, Lost. Oh, that would be so good. Oh, it's a dead hand, but this one don't have four hands on the outside. It has six in a hexagon, which we know is a bee's favorite shape. Yeah, a bee's favorite shape. This guy is friends with bees, probably. So uh, maybe he's an okay dead hand. Yeah. I am I am really, uh, I'm destroying his hands as fast as I can with spin attack. So, so, so here's the thing I noticed. Uh, the hand is grabbing you, and then he, he lowered down his little head and he wiggled and he did a bite attack, and then he did basically no damage. He took like a quarter heart. Yeah, that's why he's not actually scary. Yeah. Because none of his attacks do more than like a quarter heart to me, and I don't even have the upgraded hearts. What is up with this game and doing like a quarter heart? Like, hurt the player maybe. A lot of people have a lot of difficulty with this game. Okay, I guess, I guess, I guess. Damn, like you, are the one always advocating to me to accept the <laughs> sort of lowered player standards. Sure. This is not a hard game. It's, well, that's the thing. It's not a hard game. I think, okay, so I think part of it is It's that, like fun, but it's not hard. They weren't, um, a lot of people had difficulty, because this is like the, one of the first 3D games that a lot of people played. Well, I mean, people sure, played sure. Mario 64. Sure, but now that we're all good at it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right, now that we're all good at it, we're just too much of a pro gamer to, to do this. Well, when you've, you know, grown up in a world where everyone's been holding in a world, a, in a world uh, control stick and button style controller, like this GameCube controller, like even if you're used to like an Xbox, you get what I mean. Um, yeah. You're used to having a thumbstick in your left thumb. Yeah, you put a thumbstick in that left thumb. When you're adult Link, you run straight at the Reeds. You don't even question it. You don't even question it because your sword is gonna kill him that fast. And you snipe the keys. There's a the lot room. going on. Oh, hey. Um, not that we're gonna go look at it right now. But Kylie Kane is streaming uh, Daggerfall right now. Kylie Kane's podcast, which was formerly called Into the Verse with Kylie Kane, but then has some mystery new name that hasn't been announced as of the, as of this recording because into the is verse it, is, is like it someone is it the Kylie that I know who I had worked with before? No. No it's it, it's, it's an audio only just Oh okay, okay, person. okay. I was like, what? I know someone with that exact name. Yeah, apparently it's a very common name. Okay. Um what with all of two people ever being well, no, so this isn't like Kylie, like, like, K-Y-L-E-W-H, like, like a white person has. This is K-A-I space L-E-E, like a, like an Avatar The Last Airbender character would be named. Okay, well, I was thinking of, like, just K-Y-L-I-E. Okay. Yeah, any of those, like, 50 spellings. Like, Kaylee and Kayla and Kylie and all those are all... Like, Did we even mention what I just got? I, I didn't. I've been spacing out. Oh, the hover boots. 
Yeah, we got some hover boots. They give, they make your traction. Oh man! Whenever they stop you with a text box, it's more insulting when you have the hover boots on. Yeah. It makes your physics like ice. Yeah, it basically gives you permanent ice physics, and then when you go off the edge, you have like a limited time before you actually fall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Very useful. Which lets you go across certain gaps. And there's some pretty neat uses of it in this place, since they want you to use it a lot, where they use, uh, say, a giant fan to push Link, and then you use the um, momentum the fan gives you to uh, fly over a gap that you wouldn't be able to run across with the um, jump window. Yeah. Or the, you know what I mean, the um, normal boots. The normal distance of a jump. Either that or the normal uh, run distance before you drop out of the air with this with the speed boot. Or the hover boots. Yeah. I'm having trouble calling them by the right names. Hover boots! Hover boots. Hover's, hover's boot. Yes, exactly. So we're in a room that has a deadly spinning scythe, and the spinning scythe is at such a level such that if it spins past Link and you do a dodge roll, then Link will actually go underneath the spinning scythe as though he is Indiana Jones. So you get a lot of uh, mileage out of that in this room, if you yeah, want. Yeah, it's it's really the coolest thing. Like like if there, if you if you asked what do you want in a 3D Zelda game, probably this. You want exactly this. Is I want to be able to dodge roll like Indiana Jones and go underneath the blade trap. I hope this doesn't reset the. Ooh, this is only the shortcut, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, given that, uh, I yeah, I really hope this doesn't reset the little ruby puzzle I just completed. Oh boy. The hero of wasting your own time. The hero of wasting your own time. We did it, folks. We brought it all back around. That's a callback. Well, it is indeed. Luton, I'm McCoy. Um, we're here for another Esperanto lesson, uh, similar to what happened in uh, the past the past few days. I'm gonna put this on the end of whatever. I think today's episode. I think I know what today's episode was, but again, like I said at the end of Zelda 2, I don't want to lock myself in, so I'm not gonna say for sure. Uh. Let's see, so I did a level of, I've been doing some of the hello lesson because it's just the most basic lesson just on my own. So we got hello at four, greetings and today at two, family at one, and then daily life is the new skill that we're working on. Um, daily life's image is a palm tree that like animates and shakes and drops a little coconut. That. I'm not sure where you're living that daily life involves a coconut tree, maybe Hawaii, maybe a Pacific Island or something, but uh, it's just, it's not the North American audience daily life that I would expect. Let's learn the tips. Um, the format that I think that I that I like is that we're going to learn the tips for daily life and then we're going to learn the the first daily life level. That way you can get the most important stuff right away, and then after that, we'll do a little bit of review if you want to stick around for the review. So, daily life tips. Um, oh, it's called everyday life within this, within the tips page. Uh, estas. Estas means am, is, or are. It is the present tense of the verb esti. 
to be. It is used in sentences like La nocto estas varma, the night is hot, or Adamo estas viro, Adam is a man, to assign a property or identity to someone or something. It can also be used to state the existence of someone or something. Estas viro en la parco, there is a man in the park, or estas nocto, it is night. From these examples, we can see that when it is the first word in a sentence, estas means there is or it is. Esperanto, la nocto estas varma, the night is hot. Estas viro en la parco, there is a man in the park. Estas varma nocto, it is a hot night. Note, do not say g estas varma nocto, g meaning it is not needed in this sentence. That's an artifact of how English works, but that does not apply to Esperanto. Uh, adverbs. Adverbs, which usually end in ly in English, modify verbs and adjectives. In Esperanto, they usually end in e. Examples. Rapide, meaning quickly. Mal rapide, slowly. Bone, well. We've seen bone before many times. Um, that's all it. That's all for notes on this one. So let's start lesson. I'm going to have a drink. I've still got my mango tea. I've been doing this daily, but this mango tea is big and it just can sit on the desk for a few days. Which one of these is park? Options are hundo, and it shows a blue dog. Cafo, and it shows a pot of coffee. And parco, and it shows a park. So we're going to pick parco. Easy. Which of these is coffee? That's cafo. Lee estas bona patro. Lee estas bona patro. He is a good father. Which of these is dog? Hundo. hundo. Estas hundo en la parco. This is a type what you hear. So I heard estas hundo en la parco. Good. There is a dog in the park. Chu la cafeo estas tre granda. Okay, so granda's new. Granda. Granda means big or large, depending on you know how you wanna. Chu la cafeo estas tre granda. So it's a question. La cafeo, the cafe estas is tre granda, very big. So this is like, is the cafe very large or something like that? Is the cafe very large question mark another correct solution is the cafe very big okay yeah so big or large she is a woman so this is uh she uh but this is show show e uh, if we want to use the esperanto letter names um that's the accented s and then an i uh, is a woman, so estas virino. Estas verino. She estas verino. Um, he plays with the dog in the park. So, I think we have, have we seen plays before? Ludas? I think we, we might not have seen Ludas. <laughs> and... So here's here's a weakness in um, the Duolingo system. So plays is uh, 
the translations are shown as uh, Ludas and Teatrajoy, which is like a play in a theater. Teatra is, is related to theaters. So Ludas is to play, like play a game, um, like playtime. So he, Ludas, li, Ludas, kun, la, hundo, en, la, arco. Perfect. Relingots, blah, 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 blah. Now, I saw a little encouraging message from Duo. Let's, let's get those off. I don't like, I want to just focus on the lessons, please. Thank you. Uh, daily life. So this is another three lessons skill. Remember, family was four lessons. So daily life is going to be three lessons again. We're going to start. Which of these is baby? Bebel. Which of these is happy? Belicha. Chu la bebo estas knabo au knabino. Chu la bebo estas knabo au knabino. Chu la... This is a type which you hear. So chu la bebo, B-E-B-O, estas knabo au knabino. Uh, so is, is the baby a boy or a girl? Um... Bad, bad, bad on you, Duolingo, for promoting uh, gender binary in here. But uh, I'm sure I do it myself all the time. It's it's hard to get away from, so I'm not gonna not gonna ding him too many points. Like like one point out of a hundred points off. Adamo estas laza kai dormas en la oficio. Adamo estas laza. Laza is a new word. Latza. Latza. Tired. L-A-C-A. Or I should say, lo-a-so-a. Lo-a-so-a. Latza. Um, Adam is tired. Hay dormas en la oficio. And sleeps in the office. Adamo estas latza. Hay dormas en la oficio. La tri viroi laboras rapide. La tri viroi laboras rapide. Rapide is quick. Uh, we quickly. It's, it's, it's highlighted like it's a new word, but we heard it in the notes uh, a moment ago. So rapide is quickly, fast, rapidly, something like that. Um, the three, remember, three is three. Viroi, the three men, work quickly. Uh... Oh, I put a typo when I wrote three. Mi estas felicia, char mi ne laboras hodiaŭ. Mi estas felicia. Remember, felicia is happy. I am happy. Char. Char is a new word. Char. Char. It's uh, because or since it's showing a causal relationship, but then how you turn that to English, depending on context, can be different. So, um... Mi estas felicia char, mi ne laboras horiao. I am happy because I do not work today. Hmm, I'm still shit getting a little, oh, I guess it told us that we're going to the heart. It's not a motivational message. It's a, it's a get ready message. All right, we go to the park. Ni iras, uh, so this is, go is iras. Uh, 
but I'm not sure that we've seen that before. So we haven't seen this verb before. But if we highlight over go, it says iras. So ni iras uh, al to the park. Iras al, uh, yeah. To is al. Well, to is al. Uh, T-W-O and T-O-O would be different words. Uh, ni eras al la arco. Uh, congratulations to you, Adam. Oh, we had congratulations a few lessons ago, but we haven't seen it in a while. It's, uh, gratulon. Let's make sure I spelled that right. Gratulon, yeah. Gratulon al vi, Adamo. Congratulations to you, Adam. Perfect. All right. Uh, so we got, uh, two daily lives. Which one of these is cat? We got kato. Uh, other options were parko, which we know is wrong, and nocto, which is uh, nighttime. Well, night. Which of these is night? Nocto. Nocto. La knabino estas malfelicia. The girl is malfelicia. So remember, felicia is happy, and mal inverts the meaning. And so we have malfelicia. malfelicia is sad. The girl is sad. La bebo estas malgranda. The baby is granda is large, so malgranda is small. The baby is small. La viro danzas mal rapide. Uh, the man dances so, mal rapide, again, uh, instead of quickly, it would be slowly. The man dances slowly. La hundo dormas, char G estas laza. So, G, G is a pronoun for it. Um, you can use it for items that are inanimate. You can also use it for animals. Uh... Similar to English, you wouldn't usually use it for people. Um, I think I think it's not considered rude to use G if you need to refer to a person, but you don't know their gender. But I think it's similar to English. You avoid using G to describe people. You use it for animals and inanimate things. Uh, sort of not thinking things. I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about sci-fi and Esperanto. If you would, if there was a robot that was self-aware, would you use G to describe it? In, in English, you would say it for the robots. For many robots, not all. For, for many robots, even if they're self-aware, you still say it. I don't know. I don't know. So, la hundo dormas char G estas latza. The dog sleeps because it is tired. Uh, the ugly baby dances quickly. Interesting sentence. All right. So the ugly baby, la mal bella bebo, la mal bella bebo danzas rapide. 
La Malbella Bebo Danzas Rapide. Is the dog ugly? Uh, Chu estas la hundo Malbella? Chu estas la hundo Malbella? Perfect. All right. Uh, let's see. So we got daily life level one sorted. Uh, I told my brother I would not take more than 25 minutes for this. We're at 14 minutes right now. So we're definitely going to do some practice on the, on the family skill. Uh, I want to say tomorrow's skills are going to be home and names. I don't know that we'll do two new skills in a single day, but these are the sort of the next row that we unlocked by doing daily life is home and names, which exist on the same row. And then after that, we're going to be done with tier one. So let's do some family. Uh, this is a four lesson to get a crown. So let's do a start. Uh, mark the correct meaning. We meet in cafes. Ni rencontijas en café hoy. Ni ambo danzas. So that's we both dance. Uh, they dance with me. Ili danzas kun mi. Chu ili lojas en Australio? This is a type what you hear. Chu ili estas en au, uh, Australio? Let's double check. Chu ili lojas en Australio? Chu ili lojas, not estas. Hello. Chu ili lojas en Australio? Chu ili lojas en Australio? All right. Dan K, chu ili lojas en Australio? And then Dan K would say, yes. Uh, write this in Esperanto. We both dance. Ni ambao danzas. Oh, I typed an extra letter. I put an N on accident. You have a typo, but uh, it counts. It counts. So we're gonna. We're good. Ni ne rencontijas hodiau. Ni ne rencontijas. Hodiao? Ni ne rencontijas hodiao? Ni ne rencontijas hodiao. Okay. I think that's it. Uh, so that would be like, we don't meet today. Write this in Esperanto. They are in a cafe. Ili estas en cafeo. Ili estas en cafeo. We meet in cafes. Ni ren con ni ren contijas. I'm. This is gonna be a hard, harder one for me to get for quite a while. Ni ren contijas in cafeoi. We meet in cafes. The cafes is plural, so we gotta make sure we type in cafeoi. Perfect. Uh, continue. Uh, so that's our first family lesson. I think if we hit start, I think if we get two perfects, then it might pass us through, or maybe we need to get three and it only lets us skip the last lesson. We'll, we'll find out when we, um, 
when we finish that. But remember, it, it lets you skip the part of it if you get it all perfect. So here's hoping for perfect. Sophia and I are women. Sophia kaimi estas virinoi. Oh, crap. I got it wrong. Hmm. Oh, I clicked. I clicked saluton kaimi estas virinoi. I got to check the spelling properly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, no. Nope. estas canabo. No. Nope. No perfect for us. All right. Uh, well, actually, actually, can we can we cheat the system, friends? If we if we exit it and start again, what what happens? Uh, mark the correct meaning. The boy is dancing with the girl. Let's see. La knabo danzas kun la knabino. All right, there we go. That's a correct. Ni estas viroi kai patroi. Ni estas viroi. We are men. Kaipatroi and fathers. We are girls. Ni estas nabinoi. Ili estas patrinoi. Ili estas patrinoi. Oh, I didn't put the J. Hmm. Well. I guess I guess there's no still no perfect for us. Oh well. Today the men are not working. Hold the owl. Gotta put Hold not hold Hodiao. Uh Shank plays games. Yes, we are learning Esperanto. Uh Hodiao La La Viroi. Ne laboras. Today the men are not working. Hodi out la vidoi ne laboras. Sophia kai mi estas vidinoi or vidino. Of course, we want vidinoi. The women work a lot. La vidinoi laboras. Multe. You like the idea of Esperanto? Does that mean you're learning Esperanto, or you just like the idea of maybe learning Esperanto? Um, the idea of learning on stream. Oh, yeah, so I'm doing it on stream because I put these onto the ends of a podcast that I do also. Uh, so... Mostly it's for audio, but as a way to get vid a video version of it archived onto YouTube, I just stream it on Twitch. So I don't ever expect a lot of people to show up, but that's not important because to me the main benefit is that if I stream it to Twitch, it's much easier than trying to upload the recording to YouTube later. Because for whatever reason, a YouTube upload of a video file is just way slower than streaming to Twitch. And I, I don't know why that is, but... It takes hours compared to clicking one button. Oh, and we got a block. How do we block this? Uh, block. Yeah, yeah. Love the love them spam bots. Um. 
Where are we? Write this in Esperanto. You are a boy, not a man. Uh, vi estas nabo ne viro. Ili estas patrinoi. Ili estas patrinoi. Gotta type that little J. Um, continue. So we're at two out of four. Let's let's try and rush through a little bit. Mark the correct meaning. The day is beautiful. Uh, la tago no. La tago estas bella. Bonan tagon, knaboy. Uh, that's uh good day. Day boys. Good day boys. The people meet. La homoi rencontijas. Rencontijas. La homoi rencontijas. Ni estas la gepatroi. Ni estas la gepatroi, which is uh, we are the parents. Good day, boys. Bonin tagon, my boy. That one. La homoi rencontijas. La homoi rencontijas. La homoi rencontijas. The people meet. Let's see. Write this in Esperanto. The parents are the mother and the father. So, la... Gepatroi estas la patrino kai la patro. The day is beautiful. Uh, la tago estas bella. Now we could say bella, since so we'll learn about that later, but you can take the estas and an adjective and shove them together, and 95% of the time it means that what you want. There's a secret part of Esperanto that they don't tell beginners where every root... Uh... Oh yeah, see a shack. There's a secret part of Esperanto where they... Every root has like um, a default form associated with it. Uh, where like... Uh, Vudel, Vir, has to do with uh, man... And when you make it viro, that makes it a noun. If you had vira, then that would be like a it would be an adjective form, like like manly or whatever. Um and then like viras what what is the verb version of being a man? It sort of gets fuzzy, but uh words have so like vir is sort of a is naturally associated to being a noun. Um, and when you get the big ol' the big ol' Esperanto dictionary, the ones that are, like, written in Esperanto for expert Esperantists, then, uh, it has all this information about parts of speech and stuff that you can find out, but, um, we're not there yet. But I just, just a little hint that that, it's, it gets complicated. If you, if you like it to get complicated. Let's see. Mark the correct meaning. Here are good parents. Yen bonai gepatroi. Estas kvar homoi en la cafeyo. There are 
var for homoi people in in the cafe. In the cafe. One and three is for unu kai three estas var. Unu vido kai unu virino estas du homoi. Whoa, it's a long one to type over here. Uh, unu viro kai unu virino estas du homoi. Let's make sure I got that right. Unu viro kai unu virino estas du homoi. Yeah, there we go. One man and one woman is two people. Here are three girls and two boys. Yen three mabinoi kai du maboy. A lot of J's. Uno el ili estas virino. Uno el ili estas verino so that's like one from them is a woman one of them is a woman uno el ili estas verino yeah meaning one of them is a woman good good we got it uh here is the house yen la domo one and three is four uno kai three estas kvar Perfect. All right. We got our level two crown and the family skill. And we're at 27 minutes. We're a little over time, but I stopped to chat a little bit. So that's sort of my fault. Um, I'm going to sign off here. Uh, and uh, just a little read, though. <laughs>